0: What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. It's late Monday night. We've got a ton to talk about. Um, We've got commitments, transfers coming in on the hoop side, on the football side. Really excited to talk about that. Uh, Talvin Hester pulled a Derek Ansley on us. He's already gone. Going to dive into that. But you know, before we do, if you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. And uh, more importantly, you can get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options with my friends, Mike and Virginia Chevalier of Chevalier Mortgage. They're a small family-owned company. You know, so you're always going to feel like a person, not a number. Definitely love that. And if you've ever gone through the loan process before and you'd rather go get a root canal. I get it. It's so stressful. Mike and Virginia, they're going to work tirelessly to make the process smooth and simple for you. Go to dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. More importantly, you can get set up with a free consultation or you can give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Or one last time, visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. All right, I guess we're going to start off today's podcast by saying... Um, happy trails Talvin Hester we we hardly knew you it was a short era <laughs> didn't um probably weren't even here long enough to have to do laundry um it was undefeated the Rams never lost in the Talvin Hester era the fans will always remember that I mean just a a dominant uh I don't know like eight days or whatever it was just man um Talvin Hester, who had recently been hired by Nico Medved to be an assistant coach on the CSU staff, uh, was coming over from Louisiana Tech, has now been hired by Texas Tech. And uh, yeah, very similar to the Derek Ansley situation under Mike Bobo. Uh, Bobo hired him to be a defensive coordinator like a week later, not even a week later, a couple days later, he got hired to work for the Oakland Raiders instead. And, uh, that is, uh, that is the Ram life sometimes it's, it's unfortunate. And, um, I don't know. I have a couple of thoughts on the situation. I guess, let me start by saying, I mean, he, he's definitely doing CSU dirty, um, as Ansley did. You, you understand the situation, you know, it's, it's a logical fit. You get why he would want to work there, um, you know, the the reason that I really liked the hire of Hester for CSU was all the experience he had working in the state of Texas. I thought that was a, a great strength and something that would, you know, come in handy. So it makes sense that Texas Tech would want him for those same reasons. Again, it makes a lot of sense. They're a top program. He gets to go to a place where, you know, he's most comfortable, most familiar. I don't know for sure, but I imagine it's for more money. I mean, you get to work in the big 12, all that stuff, you know, it, it makes sense from a, from a career perspective, from a, just a, a Talvin Hester perspective, you know, like I said, he's worked in Texas a bunch. It makes sense for him to want to work there, but it sucks for CSU, you know, who should be a top 25 team next year and are just kind of getting the, uh, the short end of the stick here to a bunch of P five programs, you know, and, um. Again, all situations that make sense, like J.R. Blunt had a ton of ties to the Midwest and T.J. Otzelberger, now he gets a chance to, you know, use those ties, work with a close high school friend in the Big 12. Dave Thorson gets to go back home to Minnesota, work with a kid that he coached in high school and, you know, he gets to go back home and work in the Big 10. Talvin Hester, he gets a chance to, you know, go back to where he's most familiar Working in the Big 12. All of these make sense. It's just, it's so tough to, it's a bitter pill to swallow, you know? Like, logically, you get it from a, from a business side of the game. But it's also kind of hard, you know, when you're a, a CSU supporter to see this kind of stuff consistently, because at some point, you know, it's, it's tough not to think, you know, why, why wouldn't anyone want to be a part of this program right now? And again, you know, that's that's not actually the case. I'm sure there's a ton of interest from coaches around the country to be a part of this program right now. Uh, last week, I dove into a bunch of them that I think, you know, solid potential candidates for, for Medved to target. But just like as a human being emotionally and, and how this all works, when you look at the state of the roster and everything that's been built, you know, you should have fans back in the arena. I mean, it should be a really fun couple of years you you know you would think looking at this situation somebody would would want to jump on and and I'm sure they will, um so don't panic, i guess is is my long winded point through all this, but I do get why Ram fans are frustrated, and you know as much as this situation does make sense and I understand it from talvin Hester's perspective, I also you know I think it's fair to criticize them and say, you know well what does your word really mean? you know that's what I would throw against them if I was another coach trying to recruit against Hester right now. I'd be like, look at this dude. He wasn't even there long enough to have a cup of coffee. How can you believe a single word that he says? You're supposed to believe that he's going to be there for you? I mean, can you really do that? It's clear that he, you know, acts and and does what's best for him. And and really that's that's not that fair because this is extremely common throughout college basketball. And again, as I've I've already explained in in great detail, this does make sense. From his perspective and from Texas Tech's perspective, but I do think it's it's fair to criticize him at least. Like that's that's part of it, you know. It's even if it does make sense, he's he's still obviously doing CSU dirty. They, you know, basically wasted our time, wasted Nico Medved's time, wasted this team's time, and that's unfortunate. You know, you don't wish him ill or anything like that. But again, you know, I I think it's it's fair to criticize when someone goes against their word, especially. Especially this quickly, but you know, life moves on, and you just got to put it past you and look forward. Because obviously, the future is still very bright here. Um, I'm going to get into the transfer situation in a sec. The Rams just picked up a commitment from an extremely talented player, a guy I'm I'm very excited to talk about and and see play in the green and gold. But you know, don't don't hit the panic button. There's there's plenty of time to bring in quality coaches, the guys that are still in town. You know, Nico Medved, obviously, the backbone of it all, but, you know, Ali and, and you know, even Aaron Katsuma and all these guys. Like, there's great leadership, and they're going to be just fine. I, I trust Nico to make a good decision as far as the hires go. I'm really just antsy for, for Hoops to get back, though, um, especially now that CSU's uh, picked up uh, another, you know, really strong commitment. Baylor Hebb um, from Loyola, Chicago, has announced that he is intending to transfer to CSU. This dude's a bucket, man. He didn't, uh, he didn't play very much for, for Loyola this season, but coming out of high school, he was a three-star guard, number 38 shooting guard in the country, had 19 offers, a ton of mid-major interest, including from Colorado State. But, you know, there were a lot of good teams that were interested. He had an offer from DePaul, from Drake, GCU, Louisiana Tech, Loyola, Chicago, where he obviously ended up, Ohio. I mean, these are all, think of all these tournament teams that were interested in him uh, Tulane, Tulsa, UT Arlington, Valparaiso, Wisconsin, Green Bay, you know, Stephen F. Austin, some smaller schools, but also just a lot of teams that win a lot of games. And I, I pulled up some of his high school footage and it's easy to see, man. This dude was a star for Coffeeville Heritage High School in Texas. Averaged twenty three point six per game, uh, his senior year, along with four point two rebounds, two point two assists, and one point eight steals. He was fifty two point four percent from the field. Finished his career with just under two thousand points. Uh, was All State in-, in Texas. Was a five A All Region one MVP as a senior, and he he helped Coffeeville to a seven five A district championship and by district championship was their MVP and offensive MVP as a senior. So this was a dude that really led his team. Definitely kind of fits the mold of the, the types of players that CSU has been recruiting. You know, all of all of the guys that the Rams or that, you know, the staff has kind of recruited in the Medved era have been, you know, guys that, that won a lot, that played at a high level, that not only scored, but were good teammates, were good leaders. Just, you know, finding the right dudes. We've talked about it so much and how that plays into the culture. This is a guy that obviously had a ton of interest. He could have gone anywhere, went to a really good program in Loyola, Chicago. Porter Moser left for Oklahoma. He decides to come to Fort Collins and and he can be really, really a strong option for CSU. He's six foot two, 170 pounds, um, a little bit of a skinny guy. But, you know, watching his high school film, he he was really strong on the drive. He was able to finish through contact. He was crafty. He was able to score in a variety of ways. You know, really strong mid-range jumper, really great handle, strong through the rim, a really effective jump shooter. I mean, this is a guy that could just score in a variety of ways. And I think that's really valuable for this team, you know. I know some of the fans were were interested in CSU potentially adding another big and and you know, CSU did flirt a little bit with that, and, and if they could have really added a guy that they felt could be truly impactful, I think they would have explored that. But unless it was a guy that was going to be really, really dominant, I think I think this coaching staff is pretty content with James Moore's Deshaun Thomas and Jennison, And I, I am too. I mean, I've talked about that a lot. I think they're all three really skilled guys. I think the ceiling for them is, is really high, and especially when you have... You know, a guy like David Roddy at the four who can just kind of be you're you're not, you know, you're you're five or anything like that consistently. Every I mean, you can run that way with a small ball lineup, but he's just kind of a his presence just kind of helps you out, given that, you know, they're not the most dominant fives in the world. But having him next to them, it it just kind of works out. He's so physical, he's so athletic. I mean, obviously he doesn't back down from anybody even at six foot five and it just kind of works. It shouldn't. I mean, you look at it and you're like, this guy is is the the height of most guards, honestly, in, in modern basketball, but he's out there and he can do it all. And it's a lot of fun. And, and that's why I'm just not that that worried about the bigs. Adding a guy like Heb, you know, you have another guy that can, you know, facilitate and create shooting opportunities and rhythm for, you know, Isaiah Stevens, who I thought really was probably CSU's best three-point shooter this year just in terms of consistency, hitting them in the clutch and all of that. But a lot of the times, you know, he kind of has to create his own shot. Now you have another guard that can open things up for him, for Kendall, for Adam. With how strong he appears on the drive and, and you know, how crafty he is as a finisher, he looks like he could be really effective in the pick and roll. I'm just really intrigued. I mean, this is a guy that looks like He's just going to be a very effective scorer in a lot of different ways. He's going to have four years of eligibility remaining. Obviously got some valuable experience with Loyola this year. You know, he didn't play a ton, but scored about four points a game. You know, 53% from the field in in nine appearances. Did have 17 points and four assists um, in 22 minutes against St. Francis back on December 22nd. Obviously not, you know, significant competition, but kind of shows what he can do in some extended run. And again, you know, go watch some of his high school stuff. He was scoring against some really elite teams, you know, in the the Texas, you know, basketball circuit, especially the competitive side, the AAU stuff is is no joke. And there's a lot of, a lot of really impressive videos of him just getting buckets on people a lot bigger than him. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I think, you know, Ram fans should be, very happy about this edition. All right. Now that, you know, we talked hoops for about 15 minutes, I'm going to transition into football. The Rams added another quarterback, so a big deal. Before I get into that, though, for some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it is a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding to the throw of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. You heard me right. If you bet $1, you will get $100 in free bets if a QB is taken first overall. That is a lock, an absolute lock. I would bet my mortgage on that. Well, I I don't personally have a mortgage. If I had one, I would be willing to bet it on that because that is how confident I am. If you think you know what your team is going to do, you know, in this year's draft, put your money where your mouth is and do it with DraftKings Sportsbook. There are a number of ways to take action on the draft. Head to the app right now and see what DraftKings Sportsbook is offering for Thursday night's main event. Download the app, use the code DNVR, and, you know, get this no-brainer of a bet, guys. If you haven't signed up for it yet, this is the easiest way to turn $1 into $100, that I've ever heard, just don't forget to enter the code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook for a limited time only, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, winnings paid out in free bets, restrictions do apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details, have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. With football season around the corner, I also want to encourage you to become a DNVR member Obviously, the podcast is free and will continue to be, but when you're a member, you get access to all of our exclusive written content, video breakdowns, you get access to the members only Discord where, you know, you can talk about anything. Sports, we have Discords for music, for skiing, for every team. It's just a blast and you don't have to worry about all the, you know, annoying people on Twitter. It's, it's honestly a really great way to talk about the game, to talk about your favorite teams. And just kind of get away from some of the chaos that comes with some of the other social media platforms. You can talk with the hosts in the Discord. You can ask us questions, and we'll answer on the podcast. Obviously, you get access to our content. And you know, if you sign up for an annual membership, you get a free DNVR shirt. There's weekly member deals for our locker and with our partners. If you head down to the DNVR Bar in Denver, you can get a big beer for the price of a tiny beer. There's just so many reasons why you should become a DNVR member today. We continue to grow because of amazing sports fans like you, and, you know, we just make it more fun to be a sports fan, and I think people are realizing that. I don't want to twist your arm, but I'm just telling you, you're missing out if you are not a DNVR member. Go check it out. Become one today. All right. Are you ready for some football? A Boston College invasion. Another Boston College transfer following Adazio from BC to FOCO. You know, between all those guys and the Temple transfers, really going to be an East Coast flair under Adazio. And it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. Um, you know, traditionally, I'd, I'd say it's kind of tough, you know, from a culture shock perspective for people to go you know, that far across the country consistently, and to have a you know a lot of success, that was one of the things that you know, a lot of the former players that I talked to, you know, were concerned about when Adazio was hired. Yes, he's going to use those East Coast connections because, you know, that's what you do as a coach. You use the connections that you have. It makes sense. But will it pan out in Fort Collins? You know, so far, a lot of the the transfers that they've added have have been really impactful when you think of. You know, like Cam Reddy and, and Scott Patchen, obviously. There's high expectations for Elijah Johnson, you know? So I, I think we'll have to see. Um, you know, former BC QB Matt Vilecki, and I hope that I'm I'm pronouncing that right. I, I tried to find a video with, with somebody saying his name and I couldn't. Um, but he didn't play a whole lot at Boston College really, you know, what was behind the the depth chart behind, uh, Phil Trevekic and, and Emmett Moorhead. There were a bunch of other guys, but, um, you know, he's a pro style quarterback. And and even if he doesn't have a ton of experience, you bring a guy who the coaching staff is familiar with and can at least, you know, give some competition to Todd Santeo and, you know, God forbid a, a serious injury or something like that gives you a, a, another option. You know, i We'll, we'll have to see. I, I'm not going to p- hype him up and, you know, be like, oh, this guy's going to be an absolute stud. I, I I just don't know. He didn't play very much. But I do think it was important to add a veteran into the mix. And, and CSU is obviously able to do that. It, he's a more, you know, traditional pro style quarterback. So it gives you, you know, some options again, you know, if Centeno gets hurt or if things just don't work out. I do think it'll be Centeno's job to lose just He's, you know, been in the system now. It'll be, you know, a year and a half. He got to have basically all of the the spring ball reps with the ones to himself, other than, you know, when when Jonah O'Brien worked in there a little bit due to some injury stuff. But ultimately, you know, you just, you need as many able-bodied guys in the QB room as possible. It's a really important position, especially given, you know, this team should be pretty good offensively. You have you know, an experienced offensive line. You have one of the best tight ends in the country, one of the most explosive wide receivers in the country, and Dante Wright. I'm really high on, you know, some of these other guys. Ty McCulloch, I think, is in for a big year. Ajon Vivens, Marcus McElroy, you've got an experienced backfield. I mean, if the quarterback does his job and, you know, just facilitates the offense and gets the ball to the playmakers, like, this is a team that should be able to move the ball pretty consistently. Until we see it, though, you know, the quarterback position is just going to be a big question mark. I've been a big proponent of, you know, support Centeno, give the guy a chance. I know that it definitely was far from perfect in his small sample size last year. I just don't think it was fair to to hold that against him. It, It was such weird circumstances off the field. There was some injury stuff, him and, you know, Patrick going back and forth. Like, that wasn't good from a repetition standpoint. Give the guy a shot. We'll see how he runs the offense. Maybe having a mobile quarterback is what CSU needs. That ability to extend the play and improvise. I mean, even if he isn't necessarily, you know, elite as a true passing quarterback, that ability to improvise and extend the play gives you a, you know, a a larger margin for error because you can just keep it going and run around and, and wait until somebody's open. And guys like Trey, guys like Dante, they're smart. They'll read the field. They'll get open. They'll use it to their advantage anyways I think this offense can be better than people are giving it credit for but I think it's good that CSU added another guy into the mix I just think it it makes a lot of sense should make you feel a little bit more comfortable from a depth perspective and again you know they could consider even adding another guy potentially or you know bringing in a walk-on or something like that we'll just we'll have to see I do think the focus will probably be trying to add a little bit more depth at second in the secondary given that you know they've lost like six corners but it's a, it's a new era in college football, a lot of movement. It's, it's not NFL free agency, but it's, it's chaotic to say the least. Just chaotic. All right, you know right, we'll, we'll continue talking CSU throughout the week. I'm going to be a big part of our NFL draft coverage. I'm going to have Warren Jackson on the Rams podcast. Really looking forward to that. Um, should be a fun one. Should be a fun week. Thank you to everybody that continues to support our work. I'll get more basketball season and review stuff. I got a little bit behind on that. I'm sorry. Been a chaotic time. Uh, I got a puppy. I don't know if you've been following that online, but uh, I love him to death. But he's just an 11-month-old black lab, and he's just got so much energy. So much energy all the time. It's great, but it's tiring. All right. Yeah, we'll be back. You know, like I said, throughout the week, tons of draft content, more basketball content. Going to be an absolute blast. Before I go, I just want to shout out Solace Meds, one of our newest partners. Um, If you live in Fort Collins, they have a location in Foco. They also have a couple of locations throughout the Denver metro area, including right down the street from the DNVR bar. Right now, though, Solace Meds is giving away a seven-night, all-inclusive trip to paradise. They're giving away a trip to Jamaica that's incredible. Head to solacemeds.com sweepstakes to find the rules or head into any location and ask a bud tender how you can enter to win when you make a purchase. Be sure to use the code DNVR20 to save 20% off your entire purchase. That's incredibly clutch. Again, DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase. But this is the last week to get signed up for that chance to win the trip to Jamaica and you don't want to miss out. I mean, obviously, they have some great herb, incredible customer service, and, and now great prices, but this 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 chance to win a trip, no purchase necessary, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's open to all legal residents of Colorado who are 21 and older, or if you're in Oklahoma, 18 and older. This ends on uh, April 30th, so make sure you check it out. Head to solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes, and make sure that you check it out. The raffle ends on the 30th. Show the guys some uh, DNVR some love and make sure that you get entered into that trip, into that raffle for the trip and your chance at Paradise.